Hi there. Welcome to this week's episode of my podcast. A topic that has always interested me is history, especially European history. There's the Greeks, the Romans, the Vikings, the World Wars, and so much more. But one topic that isn't really learned about is the Holy Roman Empire. And I want to talk about it in this episode. The Holy Roman Empire was a large collection of thousands of political entities made up of different ethnicities that existed for more than a thousand years at the heart of Europe. Stretching from modern-day Denmark and France to Poland, the Holy Roman Empire was an important part of European history, with several countries that exist today having emerged from this empire. Keeping in line with the empire's complex nature, there isn't even a universally agreed-upon date as to when the empire actually started. The two dates are 800 and 962 AD. After the fall of the Western Roman Empire in the first century, the Roman Empire was reduced to its eastern half. Of course, the capital city was no longer Rome, it was the ethnically Greek city of Constantinople. Now, while the inhabitants of this empire continued to see themselves as the Roman Empire, modern historians tend to refer to them as the Byzantine Empire based on the old name for their capital city, Byzantium. Three centuries later, the Frankish king, Charlemagne, was crowned emperor of the Romans as the pope transferred the imperial title from east back to west. At the time, the title was considered vacant because it was hailed by a woman known simply as Irene, who killed her own son to take power from him. The Frankish kingdoms were split and reunited several times, with three kingdoms emerging. They would make up the core of the Holy Roman Empire. The German kingdom the Italian kingdom, and the Burgundian kingdom. There was also the kingdom of Bohemia, but that didn't become a kingdom until the year 1198. In 961, Otto I, king of Germany, came to the assistance of Pope John XII, as the Papal States were invaded by Berenger II of Italy. Otto conquered northern Italy and opposed Berenger as his own troops abandoned him. The Pope crowned Otto Emperor in 962. He was the first German to become Emperor. Almost all successors would be German for the rest of the Empire's existence. The early years of the Empire's history are dominated by its strained relations with the Papacy, a seemingly never-ending power struggle between various Emperors and Popes. Over the course of several centuries, they could never agree who was superior, pope or emperor. In the mid-13th century, the empire had an interregnum, in which no king was crowned emperor for 67 years. This would actually be the first of three interregnums, as another two times in the next century and a half would see long stretches of time without a crowned emperor. During the rule of Charles IV, the Golden Bowl of 1356 saw major changes to the empire. Seven fixed electors were chosen who would decide the King of Germany, which had become a symbolic title of the elected but not yet coronated empire. In 1440, with the election of Frederick III as emperor, this began three straight centuries of emperors from the same royal family, the House of Habsburgs from Austria. During the rule of Maximilian I, the Habsburgs greatly expanded their influence through political marriages, acquiring Spain, Burgundy, Bohemia, and Hungary. In 1494, war broke out on the Italian peninsula, primarily between the Habsburgs and France, over various territories and their respective inheritance. Most notably, 
Milan, Naples, and Sicily. The war would continue on and off for more than 60 years and effectively ended imperial rule in Italy. In 1517, Martin Luther from Saxony published his 95th thesis criticizing the Roman Catholic Church and many of its practices and what became known as the Protestant Reformation, profoundly changing the course of European history. The Holy Roman Empire became divided as many of the emperor's subjects adopted Lutheranism, creating religious tensions that would last for more than a century, and to an extent, even to this day. It was around this difficult time that probably the most well-known Holy Roman Empire began his rule, Charles Lafette. Charles was already king of Spain, so Habsburg's power reached its peak with a vast array of territories both in and out of the empire. His rule was dominated by religious conflicts, first starting with the war against various Lutheran princely states known as the Schmalkaldic League, who are defeated by Charles and several Catholic princes. The Peace of Augsburg in 1555 gave rulers the right to choose the religion of their state, Catholicism or Lutheranism, based on the principle of cuius regio, eius religio. Shortly afterwards, Charles the Faith abdicated, splitting his inheritance between Spain and Austria. His son Philip II succeeded him in Spain, with his younger Ferdinand took over as Emperor and Archduke of Austria, starting the Cadet branch of the House of Habsburgs. Religious tensions continued as a rebellion started in the Spanish Netherlands, eventually leading to the establishment of the Dutch Republic, with seven of the 17 provinces seceding from Spain and the Empire. In 1618, the Thirty Years' War started in Bohemia, with the defenestration of Prague, which is just a fancy way of saying throwing someone out of a window. This began the Bohemian Revolt, which spiraled into a continent-wide power struggle with all major European powers involved. The war ended with the Peace of Westphalia, a massive turning point in the empire's history. Many view this as the beginning of the end of the Holy Roman Empire. Dutch independence was fully officially recognized, as well as the independence of Switzerland and the territories in northern Italy. The empire became even more decentralized and the Habsburgs' power began to decline. After the Peace of Westphalia, it becomes less relevant to talk about the history of the Holy Roman Empire as a whole because what happened in the last 150 years of the empire's existence relates more to the princely estates as individual entities and their own rate. There were several very important and impactful wars throughout the late 17th and early 18th century, such as the Franco-Dutch War, the Nine Years' War, and the War of the Spanish Secession. There were always imperial princes on both sides of these conflicts. There was also the Long Turkish War, but this was more related to the Habsburgs and their possessions, given that much of the fighting was over Hungary, which was never a part of the empire. The final years of the empire were dominated by the rivalry between Austria and Prussia, by far the two most dominant German powers. Austria had a secession crisis, and the Habsburgs 
three centuries of ruling the empire, came to a temporary end as Charles VII of Bavaria took over in 1745. The two powers clashed in the global conflict. The Seven Years' War, or Silesia, as France and Austria unsuccessfully tried to curb the rising Prussian power. The Holy Roman Empire came to an end at the hands of Napoleon and the revolutionary France. Austria was invaded in 1792, and renewed tensions in 1806 caused the last emperor, Francis II, to officially dissolve the empire, ending just over 1,000 years of existence. This has been a little bit about the Holy Roman Empire. I hope you enjoyed this episode and learned something new. I think learning about history is really fun. If you'd like me to continue making episodes on history, then let me know by sending me a DM on Instagram. You can find me at Learning About the World Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, then definitely keep listening to the podcast, because lots of episodes are like this are available now or coming out soon, and you should definitely leave the podcast a rating. Thank you for listening to this episode, and have a great day.